Hey everyone, how you doing today? We are bringing Omar back for a topic he just had to share with you. He wants to get it off his chest. This is like going to your priest and just letting it all out. So to set this up, let's just say Omar lost a hundred grand this week and he wants to tell you about it so that he can move on and feel better. So how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm going to be you a know, priest here. I'm going to listen and just, just listen and say, I, I feel for you. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was quite challenging, you know, being in this business for a while, um, you have your ups and downs, all of us do. And, you know, there's sometimes, you know, you get that failure and it, it's a real big gut check. And that's what happened this week. You know, we buy and sell a lot of homes and we go on a lot of listing appointments. And for those realtors that are listening, it's when you go to a listing appointment and you don't get it, you know, and then you find out somebody else gets it. Oh, okay, fine. It's six, seven, eight K, nine K that, that that's lost because, you didn't get the listing, but it's a little different when you go on an investment appointment to purchase somebody's house, you know, and everything is leading up to perfection. You know, you, you, you related with these sellers, you figuring everything out, you're providing the solution for them because they're going through their situation they're going through, whether it's a loss, you know, an inheritance, whatever the case, or they just, the house just needs repairs. But this here, this is just, oh, uh, and, it, and it bugs me. And, it, and, and I get losses like this all the time. Not all the time, but I want this time I want to share. I went on an appointment, structured the deal pretty fair, actually, like super fair considering the, the, the work that needed to be done. Made an offer. They weren't ready to sign. Obviously, I tried to close one more time. Uh, did not happen. I didn't want to pressure them. Uh, so I closed. I tried to close one more time. So three three times. And it didn't happen, even increased my price from the initial and following up, following up the next day, the following day, day three, which was uh, last night, I get a text and it, all it says is like, thank you for your time, uh, Omar. We went with uh, another investor that paid us more money. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay. So when you get that text, you're just like, oh, what did I do wrong? Did I not offer enough? You know, you, you start thinking everything, what you did at the appointment. And I'm sitting here like, okay, well, um, that sucks. So I responded, did my thing. Long story short, they increased their offer 15 K above mine. That seller obviously let that investor know what my offer was. So good for the seller, honestly, good for the seller because they generated more uh, money for themselves. So you can't blame that. But now after the dust settles, that property was probably worth about $55,000, $60,000 in profit after, um, after we repair it. Okay. That's one. So write that down. 55 K 60,000. Secondly, this week had an opportunity to pick up another property for really cheap 60, 70,000, which was unheard of. And I took a little too much time because remember that window of opportunity is only there for a little while. Mm. So you have to go in there. You have to solidify the solution. You have to figure out what their situation is and give them the, you know, their answer. Here you go. Let more time go by. Now they're looking house. Literally I've increased it by 20,000 from my initial offer. And looks like they are not going to be selling to me. So they're probably going to sell to somebody else according to the, what they said. And this was a phone call. So, and that one had a 45 to $50,000 as well in profit. Or I kept it as a rental. And then now it pays me $100,000 plus 
the appreciation. So if you do the math, it's probably a little bit more than $100,000 over the course of five years. Mm. But, but I'm sharing you, I'm sharing all this with you because this will happen in your career. Okay. It will 100% happen in your career. If it doesn't consider yourself lucky and go play the lottery. Okay. Because <laughs> it literally happens to all of us. Yeah. We don't get every single deal that we are out there to try to get because sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And you walk away. But in this case, I wasn't walking away. So literally over 100K this week was gone, flew in the wind. It's okay. You have to bounce back. But just like, like everything else that we're dealing with, that we just dealt with last year, and now we're 2021 and we're going to be that much better this year. The course to your success is not a straight line. It's a lot of failure. It's a lot of reverse. It's a lot of you know, broken tire, pop tire, you're pulled off on the, on the side of the road, you're fixing stuff, then you're getting back on the road and you're going. So these are the, this is the shit that happens to you in this business. I wanted to share to be able to keep moving forward because a hundred K in a week, people don't make that in a year. Yeah. And I just lost it in one week. So you start thinking about that a little bit. Yeah. A couple of things I want to point out first and foremost, if you are getting every deal, you're overpaying. You're, you're, you're that guy, right? You're that guy or that, you're that guy. guy. Yes, you are. Yeah. You're, you're the sucker at the po poker table, right? If you look around a poker table and you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. So if you get every deal, you're overpaying. That's, that's number one. So number two, let's, let's just break this down for lessons learned, right? Not for okay. you. You've already been there, I'm sure. But again, as your priest, I'm here and, and, and looking to help others. So in opportunity, number one, right? You executed your process that you've done hundreds of times, right? Yeah. You went for the close, you went for the close, you went for the close three times, you raised the price here or there. Um, as you sat there, as you, as you sat there, do you think you could have done anything different in that meeting? Or, or even if you offered more money, they just weren't going to say yes that first time? Yes. One great question, because I've been thinking about this in my head this whole time. Um, yes, I could have and this is super key. I want everybody to write this down. I was going in there in a flip mentality, okay? Uh, to flip this property. I didn't sit back and look at the numbers, which I did and I always do. But in this case, I don't know what happened. I don't know, I had other stuff in my brain. If I were to change my mindset to understand that this was going to be a keep, this was mm -hmm. gonna be a door that I've kept for 10 years, then I would have paid 20 grand more. So that's key. Okay. I'm going to tell you this because this is happening for reals. Yeah. And obviously everything's coming at me and I'm just like, why didn't I think about that and said, you know what, here, I'm going to give you an extra 10 K above what you wanted. Perfect. Sign the contract. I now have gold. I can decide what I want to do with it. So if I end up selling it, making 30 K or 35 K great. Or I rent it out and make $700 in positive cash flow every month. So trust me, this is, this is the number one thing that you guys need to decide on when you go to your appointment. And we talked about this before in our previous um, yeah. uh, meetings. And this is so key because you need to, you need to know what you're going there to do. And I lost it. And mind you, I have a rental about less than 50, no, about 40 houses away wow. from this house. 
that I bought for like 60 K <laughs> and I could not under, like, seriously, it was, it was, you know what? We all have, uh, you just missed part. it. I yeah. missed it. Missed we it. have a brain part. That's what it That's what it was. So okay. the key is flipping it or keeping it. You have to understand which one you're going to. Absolutely. And yeah. again, I think you nailed it right. You just, you just, you were, you have a lot of stuff going on. You were focused elsewhere. You, you had a, you probably had already done the plan about how great a flip it would be and your mind just would not let you go to, you know what, let's just reposition and make it a keep. It's just, it just, it was a miss. Fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, All right. I'm so human. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even you're human. Yeah. So let's go to number two, right? So number two was, it was going to be a cheap house. Um, it sounded like there was a little lag in timing on your end uh, that, that allowed someone else to sneak in. At least that's kind of what I, what I took from your, your wrap up. Um, so w w when you look at that one, what, what could, what'd you learn? What, you know, what'd you, maybe not learn what, what are you reminded of? Cause I'm sure you know it, but what, what were you once again, reminded of? Um, make the offer quickly, present it and solidify that their, their solidify the solution that you have for them during their situation yeah. very quickly. Like you have to act so fast and yes, at times it takes a while, but mm -hmm. I sat back and looked at what I could have done differently is I just would have made the offer immediately. I waited three days to make an offer. Yeah. And that's not key. Yeah. See, it's funny, right? We get into these habits or routines on these deals, right? And it's very common where you don't make an offer the first day and you kind of get into that lag. I mean, just look at the first deal we talked about, but this sometimes they want a one call close. They're just done. Right. Yeah. They're like, I'm out. I'm tired of thinking about this for whatever reason, sometimes a one call close is the right answer. And it sounds like this one was one of those. Yeah. And I elaborated a little bit too much, you know what? And, but at the same time, cause I am a broker. So you yeah. got to remember this, okay. I'm an investor and a broker. So I have a fiduciary responsibility at times to be able to let them know what their choices yeah. are, their options. I think I gave them too much um, opening. So I kind of opened that window and said, Hey, you know, you can look and see, and you know, the property has a tenant. So there was a lot of things that are, you know, stacking against them to put it on the open market. For sure. But that, so be key, be, understand that when you hear someone on the other end, provide the solution quicker. Yeah. That's my key. Yeah. Provide solutions faster. Give them the offer. Like Michael said, that one call close and maybe that's all they needed because they want it out of their, they want it out of their brain. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, dude, I appreciate you doing this. It's always good. Uh, I think people will really appreciate you having this honest assessment. So again, what I will tell you is your priest, one hell Mary, and then just get on with your business. That's it. Cool. All right, man. Thanks. Take care.